traveling uh but we're glad to have you on the show uh looking forward to an awesome show obviously uh gonna have deuce on here shortly uh but just want to give y'all a a a quick intro of what we're gonna be doing uh we're gonna we're gonna be interviewing deuce here shortly and then after that we're of course gonna get into the big news of walker howard and his decision to uh enter the transfer portal uh and then we'll have to cover basketball and obviously girls hot right now guys in a little bit of danger of uh, of hitting a losing streak hopefully not we'll see what happens uh but let's go ahead and let's welcome uh deuce onto the show how you doing man hey, i'm doing good and you doing good man we're, we're really excited to have you uh and to get to talk to you i know we were talking a little bit beforehand and uh, you've done a couple interviews already you know, uh, obviously they've asked, uh, you know, what was your big decision in, in deciding to come to LSU? Uh, I, I want to first start off, uh, Deuce, by, by asking you. So we'll, we'll kind of stray away from that because I know you've already a- answered a lot of those questions. I'm sure a lot of people have asked you that a lot here recently. Um, look, I, I know in high school you played uh, at a lot of different positions. You, you talked about playing corner. You talked about playing nickel. You, you talked about playing safety. Um Obviously, the Tigers that they they really needed some help uh, in the DB room. Obviously, losing Jarek, uh, Makai Garner, Colby Richardson, guys like that that were transfers last year. They come in, make a big impact. I mean, you think about the game that Jarek had against Alabama. Um, I mean, Makai was was also just phenomenal this year. Those guys are transitioning out, and LSU needed uh, DBs. Uh, you, you, you talked about uh, on the interview with Jordy playing all those different positions. What's a position group, or is there a certain position group you're looking at, you're kind of eyeballing, uh, heading into LSU? Um, definitely cornerback, but uh, definitely uh, getting play time at the nickel spot, you know. Seeing a lot of great nickels from before, like Honey Badger, Jay Ward, and stuff like that. Just seeing the impact that that nickel spot has for LSU. Uh, I'd definitely like to play a little bit of that to help the team out. For sure. Is that So is there a certain – you mentioned Nickel. You mentioned uh, uh, Honey Badger. Maybe not just LSU, but maybe a player right now that you really look up to in the NFL right now that you model your game after. That you would say? Uh, I would probably say Patrick Peterson. Just the the versatility he had growing up. I always wanted to be that lockdown corner, but then also go back deep and catch a punt return and return one to the house. So. That's kind of always who I looked up to, and that was always my favorite player. So it's kind of ironic for him to go to LSU. So, I mean, like, I know me and Rain can, can kind of testify, like, 
Patrick Peterson is a a major reason why like we became big at big time LSU fans. I mean, Love getting that. to watch getting to watch him, you know, in 2008, 2009, 2010 just ball out like it was awesome. Reagan, you got any questions for Deuce? Yeah, Deuce. I mean, obviously, uh, your, your freshman year, I mean, you, you really burst on the scene there at Syracuse. Uh, I mean, freshman All-American honors, you know, I mean, what do you think uh, contributed for your ability to transition from high school to a Power 5 school so well to be able to do that, you know, and, and speak a little bit to, if, if you don't mind, like, what what's that like for you? Uh, as a player transitioning from high school to the power five. And I mean, you had so much success. So I'm, I'm just curious, what was like, what was that like for you? Uh, it was great. You know, I had a, uh, a great player to, uh, that looked after me and like took me under his wing. I had Garrett Williams, you know, he was already like a, a pro ready guy when I came in. So just being under him and him teaching me ways and stuff like that, just little things. And then just me implicating like, my playmaking ability, my little instincts that I have, and just being able to make plays. So that was just, it was great freshman year. You know, I had a great freshman year making plays, just doing crazy things. So freshman year was definitely a great year for me. You mentioned, uh, Reagan mentioned your accolades, things that you've gotten in your freshman year. Uh, Heading into this year, what are some goals that you are setting for yourself personally? Personally, I'm trying to win it all this year. Jim Thorpe Award. All-American, anything that you can get as a DB, that's what I'm trying to get this year. So, And definitely winning a national championship. That's the reason I came to LSU, to win a national championship. So that's definitely on my mind. Reagan? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, set, set your goals high, right? I mean, why not? Uh, Deuce, obviously, uh, I mean, you're, you're going to have a, a chance here uh, early on at LSU to compete for a – a starting position, but, you know, I, I think it's no secret to you that, you know, they brought guys in like Denver Harris and, and J.K. Johnson. I, I mean, you and him kind of committed around the same time. Uh, and, of course, there's some freshmen coming in with Javen Taviano um, and then uh, Zai Alexander out of the portal as well. Um, and then, of course, you got guys on the roster already, LaTerrence Welch. Um, so what – you know, for a player uh, coming into now what is at once a, a room that needed help desperately is now a quite full room. You know, how, how, what is do you enjoy that kind of competition? Like that the, to look ahead and see like you're you're going to have some good competition to really earn your spot. And what does that mean for you as a player to come in and, and you know compete for like that? I feel like it's going to be the same uh, thing as my freshman year. You know, I had to come in hungry, be a little more focused every day in practice because my spot wasn't given to me. I had to go earn it. So coming to LSU, I'm going to have to focus more, lock in every day in practice and go earn my spot and just like the other guys. So it's going to be definitely competitive, but I'm a competitive guy. I always want to compete. I always want to just go earn my spot and make my name for myself. So that's what I'm going to do here in Louisiana. Uh. Reagan mentioned all those guys. Have you gotten a chance to reach out to anybody, whether it's a current player on the roster or another transfer portal guy that will be coming into LSU? Have you gotten a chance to reach out and talk with anybody and just just get to kind of create a connection with any of those guys? 
Yeah, I got the uh, chance to spend time with uh, Major Burns and Greg Brooks. And, you know, J.K. was on the uh, visit with me. So I definitely got the chance to spend time with those guys. So definitely can't wait to build a brotherhood with them and uh, make the debut back great again. Yeah, I mean, I, I know, like, absolutely. I, I, we for, for me and Reagan, like, we love guys like Greg Brooks and, and Major Burns. You know, I think back uh, to the Bama game and, like, a, a really underrated play was when uh McClellan broke broke free and Major Burns just tracked them down and and honestly saved the touchdown uh and ultimately yeah. they ended up kicking a field goal. I mean that's a four point swing there in a game that ended in one point. Uh so there's I, I know there's a lot of guys in there um that I, I'm excited to see you interact with and and to compete with and play alongside with uh that's gonna be really really fun. Look uh Deuce I know we, we've talked football a, a lot um, and I know you've, you've done that as a lot as well, but look, uh, we'll, we'll leave the comments open. If anybody wants to comment, uh, send, send a question in, uh, please do so. And, and we'll get to it, but I want to, uh, kind of stray away a little bit from football. Now, Deuce, what's, what's a hobby outside of football that you just really love and enjoy? Like for me, it's disc golf and people look at me and they're like, why the heck do you play disc golf? I don't know. It's fun. I get to be outside. It's free. <laughs> And I'm kind of good at it. So, like, is there something that's outside of uh, football that you just really enjoy? Uh, playing video games. And when I was at Syracuse, I used to make music with uh, some of my teammates. You made music? Yeah, make music, yeah. So is it out there? Is it out in the, in you know, Spotify, Apple Music world? Uh, no, I ain't putting no music out yet, but uh, – when I'm more settled in, I I was already thinking about putting some music out. But when I'm more settled in and getting back into uh, football and you know getting earning my stripes for uh, for LSU, so after that, then I'll try to put some music out. All right, you said you play uh, video games. Any any particular video games you love to play? Of course, Two K and Madden is the is the main two games I play. But I'm trying to get back into Call of Duty because all my friends play Call of Duty. So I'm trying to get back to Call of Duty and GTA. Hey, look, man, all I'm saying is don't sleep on Rocket League. Look, I'm telling you, don't sleep on some Rocket League, man. Oh. I love me some Rocket League. <laughs> Reagan's more of the Call of Duty guy. Like, I'm more – like, I'm not really a shooter person, you know, type game person, but, like, I, I do love some sports games, so I feel you on that. Uh, the Golden Boot is joining us. They said, uh, Deuce, how did you get the nickname with no E? So, I'm guessing they're wondering why it's in – it's just D-U-C-E and not D-U-E-C-E. So D-U-C-E, uh, my dad, however you spell it, yeah, D U C E. So my dad uh, wanted me to be different, so he didn't want uh, it to have the E in it. So he just and he also is an Eagle fan, so he grew up watching Deuce Staley and stuff like that. So yeah. my name kind of came from that a little bit. I I kind of feel that because like you know Zach, my name's Zach, and I have obviously like it's it's like extremely common name, and my full name is Zachary. It's spelled Z A C H. But for some reason, my parents like they didn't want to leave the H or put a K. Like they just they just wanted Z A C. So like right. I, I kind of understand that. I kind of understand that so, uh, in hey, that in that aspect. To kind of bounce off that that name question, uh, I saw your tweet the other day uh, about being called Sub Zero. So what's what's <laughs> that playing? You must be playing Mortal Kombat too. What, what's what's with the Sub Zero? Oh yeah, definitely grew up on Mortal Kombat and just me having a zero last year. And just wanting to have the mentality of having like a cold island, making it cold for receivers and stuff like that. 
So definitely just being a cold player. So yeah, I definitely want to carry that to to Louisiana. Just even though I'm not gonna have zero, I still want to be that uh, that cold player out there making it cold for receivers on the island. I don't know, man. I mean, you you don't feel like going to Oklahoma drill against Mason Smith, you know, for the number or something like that. I mean, <laughs> man, I wish I I know everybody would wish they could see that, but nah, I, just, <laughs> I I'll go back to the to the two is what I always wanted anyway. So I'm cool with two. All right. Well, hey, you mentioned getting into Louisiana and bringing it into Louisiana. What what is something that you were just really excited uh, about moving? And obviously, you'll be at LSU, but moving to Louisiana, being around the Louisiana culture, what what is something you're really looking forward to? Uh, eating gumbo. I never had gumbo <laughs> before, so oh, so man. gumbo was like, yeah, it was definitely the first thing on my list. They had gave me some gumbo when I got there, so that was great. Um. Just being in Louisiana, being in that weather, because, you know, I was in snowstorms on every winter, so being at Syracuse, so definitely just being in the weather, getting ready for that. Yeah, I must say, you're making a, a pretty big uh, weather change here, oh, uh, going, going from Syracuse to humid Louisiana. Y'all were lucky at Syracuse, though. You got that dome up there. You had to play yeah, in it. Yeah. yeah, but just we had to practice in snow, game, snow, game, uh, in snow sometimes. Just if go. we had an away game. You know, we had to play Boston College, so we had to prepare yeah. in the school sometimes. Yeah. I, I had to – I, I got to ask about the stadium. Like, every time I watch a Syracuse game, I'm like, this stadium just looks different. Like, I don't know if it's the lighting or what it is. Like, it looks so much different than, like, just a normal, like, dome. I don't know what it is. Yeah, the atmosphere was definitely different. Just – I don't know what it was. Maybe the people, like, how the dome was created and how it's just so compact. It was loud just being there, so it was definitely a great uh, atmosphere there. That's awesome, Reggie. You got any more questions? Yeah, well, I, I mean, no, no knock on on Syracuse by any means, Deuce, but I, I think the atmosphere in Death Valley is going to be, you know, quite a surprise uh, for you. And I know you're looking forward to that. You know, has anybody told you about what that's like to play in, in Death Valley and and because I can tell you right now, we went to uh, Death Valley at 11 o'clock kickoff for Florida, and it was loud the entire game. So there's no telling what it's like at, at night against Bama. Like, are you looking forward to that? You know, and, and have you heard anything from that, like from the players you've hung out with? Uh, definitely heard. Definitely heard about the tailgates and all the, and definitely the fans being wild uh, just before the game even start, and just seeing a picture of uh, when. The fans rushed the field, and you couldn't even see the green grass of the field. Just <laughs> picture. So I just can't imagine how it was going to be when I get there. Hopefully, I can get the crowd to scream, have chant out dudes back again. That's like, <laughs> yeah, that was one of my favorite things at Syracuse. So hopefully, I can get it going at LSU. Hey, look! If they, if they're not doing it, if they're not doing it in the stadium, look, I'll be doing it here at home in front of the big screen. I'll do, it, and then I'll and then I'll hit you up later. And be like, hey, I I was chanting for you. I was chanting. Look, look. <laughs> Hey, we got some connections with uh, these students. You may have heard of them. They're, they're the Balcony Bengals, and they sit in the student section every game. So we will let them know that you want that to happen. So yeah, we got you. Know. And then when the student section does something, the rest of the state is going to do it. So we, we're going to help you out with that. We got you, bro. Okay. All right. I can't wait. <laughs> All right, Deuce. Well, we have certainly enjoyed having you here. Uh, join us tonight. Uh, getting to get to know you a little bit. 
And uh, don't worry, we got you. We're gonna get we're gonna get to a stadium chanting Deuce before you know it. Man, I can't wait. Go Tigers! All right, go Tigers. Appreciate you, man. That was awesome, Reagan. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Uh, getting to meet him, and, and uh, I'm re- I'm excited to get to watch the DB room, honestly. Uh, so let, let's talk about that, Reagan. Recently, um, you know, they, of course, added Deuce. They added uh, J.K. Johnson. And now we know that Ovi, uh, the linebacker from Texas Longhorns, is going to be coming uh, and, and transferring into LSU. Uh, what, do you, what do you make of LSU's recent additions? Oh, man, I mean – I, what I make of them is that they're necessary. Uh, yeah. You needed it. You needed depth within the, the defensive back room. You needed guys who was going who were going to offer you more than just one year. And you also needed talent. And, I, I mean, Zach, <laughs> the DB transfers that are coming in, and, and then the obviously Taviano and guys like Stamps, this is going to be – a very talented room. I mean, yeah. very talented. Talk about Deuce, who was just on here with us, freshman All-American. J.K. Johnson, number one player in the state of Missouri, come out of high school, who, by the way, played with with Steeples when Steeples was the head coach, along with Makai Wingo. Um, number one player in the state of Missouri, top 50 recruit, third-ranked DB in the country. Uh, talent. Denver Harris, I, I mean, I think he was, you know, five-star. I think he was, like, the, the number one defensive back in the country out of his class. Obviously, the number one DB in the transfer transfer portal this year. Uh, so, there's more talent. Zai uh, from southeastern Louisiana is two-time FCS All-American. And, of course, Taviano is, is not a consensus five-star, but has had five-star ratings throughout his recruiting process. Yeah. So, I mean, what Brian Kelly has done in the transfer portal this year I is – Okay, bud. <laughs> we, he established – he set himself up to begin to uh, – instead of have to use the portal every year, he set himself up to where we can start using our freshman classes like he wants to do. Yeah, uh, because he got guys in the portal that has multiple years. They're talented, and it sets up for the next few years to recruit and move guys right in, so you don't have to use the portal anymore. And so, what he did in the DB room, excellent, absolutely phenomenal. You know, and of course, kind of, Ovi is a need because you're you're thin at linebacker. Yeah, you know, it's kind of like when you go over to Grandma's house, and like there's really nothing there. And then she makes a trip to Walmart, and now, every, and now you got snacks galore. You know the cover was bare, but then Grandma, aka Brian Kelly, went to the store. Yeah, and now we got snacks galore. Uh, right. so, <laughs> little, right. little funny. Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you call that, <laughs> but anyways, uh, it, you're definitely a lot better off right now uh, than you were a few weeks ago. Uh, let's get to some of these comments, Reagan. Um, and then I, I, I know you might have to leave. Uh, or, or yeah. go. My phone's at about 7%, and I'm about to pull into Sedgwick, Arkansas. So <laughs> we'll see. So we can get to a few comments. And I do want to talk briefly before I get off about the Walker Howard. I, I, I want to comment on that 
before I get off. So, all right, let's get these comments. comments, and I'll make my comments. Let's do that. Um, Ryan said, Paso Reagan and Brother Tebow live in the building. <laughs> Love it. He said, I'm here for Deuce. Let's go. Uh, Tyler Townsend also joining us. Appreciate you joining us, Tyler. He said, what's up, guys? Tyler, hope you're doing good, man. Appreciate your uh, loyal viewership. Uh, Tiger Den Sports. Hey, I don't know if you saw, but Tiger Den got uh, got a little, uh, little uh, I don't know what I'm trying to say. He got a little video clip with uh, Jocks uh, getting to talk about him and, and his show, which was awesome. Really appreciate him joining us. Um, Golden Boot, of course. He said, welcome to LSU. Uh, Ryan said freestyle. Uh, Ryan, I'm sorry. We did not get Deuce to freestyle, but I'm sure you can go find his stuff uh, either on Spotify or or Apple Music. He said he's going to be releasing some stuff soon. So um, yeah, well, He said nothing is on there yet. but Nothing's on there yet, but hopefully soon you can go and check him out. Uh, maybe maybe on uh, Spotify or uh, – I mean, who knows? Maybe it's on SoundCloud. I, I don't know. You know, we, we have a buddy that used to do rap, and he started off on SoundCloud, so, you know, maybe that's where he's at. Uh, Ryan said three of the five top corners in the portal are now coming to LSU. That yeah, that's really impressive by LSU. Really impressive job uh, to go and steal three of the top five out of the transfer portal. Phenomenal. Uh, <laughs> the Golden Boot said, "Did you just call BK a, gra- a grandma?" Uh, yeah, but it works because you know how excited do you get whenever your grandma brings the snacks? I don't know about you, but I get pretty pumped. I get like when we go over for Thanksgiving, and, and then all of a sudden we got we get to munch down on all this like Thanksgiving like <laughs> desserts and candy like the little pretzel things with the Rolo smash down on top and then a, an almond or a pecan on top of it. Phenomenal, phenomenal. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ryan said, "Get to that's the closet." What these DBs are uh, a Rolo smashed on a pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, Ryan said, "Get to the charger." In my Arnold Schwarzenegger voice. Unfortunately, I can't. Car, but that's a good one. All right. Well, we appreciate y'all comment and uh, stick with us. Reagan's going to try and talk about the Walker Howard, uh, give his reaction before he dies. So let's go ahead and do that now. We'll, we'll go to a break uh, after this segment. Yeah. That's, okay. So you want me to make my comment? <laughs> yeah. Okay, go I ahead you. now. <laughs> I thought you were about to this break. segment. All right, so my brief comment on Walker Howard, because I know it's obviously, you know, a hot conversation within the LSU yeah. world. Um, my first initial thought to all LSU fans is it's going to be okay. Like, don't freak out. Um, I think what we've seen inevitably play out is that Garrett Nussmeyer has taken Taking the second position, QB2, with Jaden's return. And if you if you play it the scenario out in your mind, it almost makes sense for Walker to go. Because you consider Jaden has this year, yeah. and then Garrett has potentially two more years, and yeah. he would be the guy that would have the seniority to to be considered the guy next up. And, you know, that you could Walker could battle it out and take it from him. Well, it seems like that's already what, you know, played out. Like he's taking QB2. Garrett has already earned that from him. 
So if he's already earned the position of QB2 behind Jaden, he is going to be considered the next guy up. And I don't know how much that would change from now and then, especially if Joe Sloan stakes around and is consistently your quarterback, uh, your coach, because he's going to be improving Garrett as much as he is improving Walker. So Correct. It, it almost makes sense for him to go because you're talking three, potentially three years from from now, like this season, next season, and the next before Walker starts. I would not fret too much about this because, number one, we've seen that Garrett can let the ball fly, and it looks really nice sometimes. And the dude can throw a really pretty pass, and he he's going to let it fly. Under Joe Sloan and Brian Kelly, I think they can correct the turnover problem. And I think yeah. that Garrett Nussmeyer's potential and his ceiling is high at LSU. And you also got to consider the receivers that are around him are going to continually make him better. So, hey, stop. <laughs> um, so... You think about the recruiting-wise, you have now have Ricky Collins coming in behind, and then you already have a commit in the next class in Colin Hurley, who's a highly touted prospect. So you're, you're looking at a quarterback room at LSU that LSU fans are not used to having, like a talented group, a deep group, and just the reality of it is, Zach, with the portal the way it is, attrition like this is going to happen and it's just something as Are you there, Reagan? Yeah, I'm, I'm here to hear. You're cutting in and out there, Phil. I know, I know you're traveling. Y'all bear with us. Reagan's traveling am I, uh, back home. Am, am I here now? Yeah, you're good. So recruits with the transfer portal that you love and you are dying to see get on the field, be a tiger, uh, you know, may eventually hit the portal because that's just the way it is now. A guy like Walker Howard, we're dying to see be an LSU tiger. And he's like a Louisiana kid, grown up being an LSU fan. You got too much depth. Two guys beat him out for spots ahead of him. And he goes to the portal. Like, that's just going to happen a lot now. So, we yeah. just got to mentally, I think, as college football fans, not just LSU fans, because it's going to happen to every team, pre- prepare ourselves for that for the years to come. Like, it's just going to be the way it is. You're going to have to recruit your roster now just as much as you recruit high school players. And it's yeah. nuts, but that's the reality. So, don't fret, Tiger fans, about losing Walker Howard. You're, you're going to be okay. And I'll say this, Reagan. Um, I was watching. I was watching Pooh Bear and, and and Ant and Daniel. Uh, I was watching the Golden Boot the other night, and um, Pooh Bear mentioned this. You know, he he talked about how he was sorry because it seemed like every time the the topic of a quarterback transferring out came up, it was always 
Oh, it's going to be nuts. It's going to be nuts. And yep. me and you, me and you are also guilty of that. I mean, yep. anytime that, co- that topic came up, it was, well, it's Jaden's the guy, Nuss will transfer out, and Walker's going to take over, right? And I tweeted this yesterday. We live in a day and age right now, not, not, not as much me, because I understand what players need to do in order to play and try to get what's best for them and the transfer port and all that stuff. But we live where in a day and age where there is a lot of fans, just fans that want to see loyalty out of their players, right? And we've had a lot of people freaking out because Garrett, or excuse me, uh, Walker Howard has left. Um, and, and now they're placing blame elsewhere on, on Jaden and, and some on Nuss. Like, and it's some of those same people. It's some of those same people that were wanting, you know, that are wanting the, the loyal players. Look, you have to commend Garrett Nussmeyer for what he has done. He could have taken the same route that Walker Howard did. When he came in as a freshman, he knew he wasn't going to be the guy. He knew Max Johnson was the guy. He knew he was going to have to sit and wait. And, of course, he did that. And then Jaden comes in, and now he he has to wait. He had to wait this year and very, very likely if he stays next year because Jaden is going to be the guy. I mean, I think we all can uh, pretty much assume that Jaden is going to be the starter next year uh, unless, you know, barring an injury or – Barring a, a big step up by Garrett. So I I give my kudos to Garrett because he was put in a very similar situation that Walker that Walker was, and he stuck it out. He had to sit, he had to wait his year, and then all of a sudden another quarterback comes in, and now he's gonna have to wait two years before he starts. Walker, highly recruited, LSU fans loved him. I, I was one of them. And I'm not saying I don't. I mean, Walker's, a, I think, a phenomenal talent. I'm not going to be the, one of those guys that goes, oh, well, he, he's, just not as, he's just not as good. And, like, Walker could very well turn out to be a phenomenal quarterback. But he's not here anymore. And so we have to love and support the players that are here right now. And so I commend Garrett for sticking it out. And, and Walker could have done the same thing. He chose not to. That's his choice. It's okay. I'm not saying it's bad one way or the other. That's what Walker decided to do because he thought it was best for him. And what Garrett thought was best for him was to stay at LSU, and that's what he has proven to do and has continued to shut up the doubters that have that have con- con- spec- speculated that he was going to leave this past year and this year. Um, and, you know, nothing's all said and done yet. He may get into spring and then decide ultimately that he wants to leave. but. As far as we know, Nuss is staying. And it's very likely that, you know, after the 2023 season, that Nuss would be the heir apparent um, in 2024 and potentially 2025 if he stayed. So, I, the other thing I want to say is it's just ridiculous, completely ridiculous that people are blaming and placing blame uh, on other players and coaches for the decision that Walker made. Look, Walker came in, he expected to sit a year and then be the guy. And that didn't happen. LSU went out, they got a guy that they 
absolutely need it. I promise y'all. I promise y'all. If you do not have Jaden Daniels this year, you do not win 10 games. Period. You can argue that with me all day long as much as you want to, but I, I promise you, if LSU had not gotten Jaden Daniels, they were not winning 10 games. And they went out, they got Jaden Daniels, they got a veteran quarterback that they developed some, that they're going to continue to develop in the next season, and you won 10 games. And Jade, if you want to go win a national championship next year, which you can do with this roster, with the roster that you have right now and the potential guys that you add later on uh, before the, the final roster is set, this is a team that can win a national championship. And if you want to do that, your best option, your the best chance you're going to get of guys that are on your roster was Jane Daniels, period. Again, if you want to argue with that, argue that with me, that's fine. We can argue all day long. That's my opinion. That's what I believe. And I think there's a lot of people that share that opinion with me. So Walker made what, what he thought was his best decision. Jaden made the decision that he thought was best. And Garrett made the decision that he thought was best. So let's support them in the decisions that they made. We're LSU fans. Let's support the guys that decided to say. I'm not saying hate on the guy that decided to leave because we, we, we shouldn't do that. We should acknowledge what today is in college football and acknowledge that at that position, guys are just going to leave. It's just It's just the nature of the game now. But let's support the guys that are here. And let's not try and place blame because a kid made a decision, an 18, 19-year-old kid made a decision for what he thinks is best for his future. There's no need to place blame on another player or coaches or whoever because Walker made that decision. I'm, I'm tired of having to – I'm tired of hearing that on social media. I'm tired of seeing it on Twitter. I'm tired of hearing the takes. Like, you're just wrong. You're just wrong. And 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 maybe you never see that. Oh, well. Oh, well. You're going to have to get this. It, it's, 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 it's what's been done. You're going to have to live with it. And, and, and I'm supporting my guys. That's what I'm doing. Why, why be miserable because you didn't get what you want? Why not support the team that you have? That's what I'm going to do. Look, let's talk about basketball. We're going to talk about basketball. Look. It sucks the situation that LSU basketball was handed. It sucks that they had to deal with Will Wade and that whole mess, and you were stripped of basically your entire program, and you had to rebuild. And it sucks that right now we're watching a team that is that is highly likely going to go through a losing streak. It sucks. But these are the guys that have decided to play for the three letters on the chest in LSU. And as LSU fans and LSU supporters and as LSU family, LSU community, we should get behind those guys that chose to do so. And so that that leads me into basketball. Look, um, I'm just going to be brutally honest, guys. It, it could be rough. And I keyword could be, maybe. You know, we came into the season and I warned y'all this might be coming into SEC play. This might not be good, and they won. They won the Arkansas game. They played a, a very tightly contested game against Kentucky, and then we're going okay, all right. This team is more than what we thought, 
And I mentioned after Kentucky lost, look, this team very much needs to win against Texas A&M and Florida. And unfortunately, that's not what happened. Unfortunately, reality has set in for this basketball team. Um, and we see that we're going to have to deal with a team that's going to deal with a lot uh, of hurdles. They are. They lack depth. They lack talent. They don't lack veteran leadership, though. And that's why you see what you see with this team. They they fight, man. They, they're, they're gritty. You know, it kind of takes me back to, you know, Memphis – uh, the Grizzlies back in there and kind of in the early 2000s and, and 2010s, like they weren't the most talented team, but man, they, they, they were veteran and they fought hard and they, and they played hard. Uh, and that's what this team is with LSU men's basketball. Um, they're not the, the most talented team that you're going to see um, under Matt McMahon and under the Matt McMahon era, but they're, they, they come out and they, they fight hard. Now, look, the shooting is going to have to improve. It's going to have to improve. Um, we have continually seen how their shooting affects the game. And they go through these streaks of just not being able to, to do anything offensively. And you can't have that. Look, you got K.J. Williams, and he has been your stronghold this, this season. You, you thought you would get more out of Adam Miller. You thought you would get more out of guys like Terrell Ward, out of guys like Jalen Reed, and you just haven't. You just haven't yet. And I'm not saying those guys are bad because they're not. They're talented players, but they're young. The talent on this team right now is young. And you have to give a, a huge kudos to the, the older guys that are grinding and putting in the work. Guys like Derek Fountain and Trey Hannibal. Uh, the, the job that those two guys have done um, you, uh, I mean, you're you would be you'd be zero and four right now in the SEC if it wasn't for those guys. Uh, unfortunately, you're one and three, but I mean, you won a massive game against Arkansas, and a game you really shouldn't have won. And I I think we're gonna see more of those games. I know right now it's bleak, and I know that I say it is highly likely that they're about to go on a losing streak, but. The biggest thing with this team is they have veteran leadership, and veteran leadership can win you some games that you're not supposed to. I've been saying it the entire season. I said it in the in the in the preseason, and they're going to have to rely on that, and they're going to have to find better ways to score to score the ball. I mean, they just are uh, right now. The guys that you expected to to really be your scorers, they're not. You just really don't have true scorers on this team. The guy you expected to, to do, be that and to do that was Adam Miller. And unfortunately, he's just hit a slump. I mean, he's coming off a, a massive injury and an ACL tear. Um, and that's hard to come back from. It's extremely hard to come back from. But we're going to continue to support them. We're going to continue to cheer them on. And no matter what happens this season, um, you know, I'm not going to get down on LSU basketball. I'm going to continue to support them. I'm not going to have high expectations. I'm going to set my expectations low, and I'm going to enjoy the times when they exceed those expectations. They already have this season. Um, I think having the record that they have right now um, is, is, is a phenomenal job by Mac McMahon and his coaching staff. Phenomenal job. 
LSU basketball doesn't look great right now, but I promise you the future is extremely bright with Matt McMahon under the helm. And again, this season's not over. We'll continue to see how they develop and how they grow as a team. We have to continue to remember that this is a brand new team that has been band-aid together, uh, <laughs> mash unit together, um, and they've exceeded the expectations. Look, and I, I, I got to be honest, I had high, ex- I had more high expectations um, than I should have uh, because of the guys that you brought in, like KJ Williams and Adam Miller returning, and Cam Hayes and guys like that. I, I definitely kind of overlooked. Um, the deficiencies that they would have and that they do have currently, that's on me. Um, but once you got into play, you realize what the issues were with this team. They have a hard time shooting the ball. Uh, they have a hard time shooting free throws. They have a hard time rebounding outside of KJ and Derek. But even KJ and Derek have struggled to rebound when they faced bigs in the SEC. Um, we knew SEC was going to be um, what you where you really found out what this team is made of, and they surprised us early, and now it's kind of getting more of towards what we expected to see. Hopefully, they continue to surprise us. I hope so. We'll see. Let's talk about the girls, girls basketball guys, I, and and girls. I I don't know what you can't be ha- happy about. Uh, they continue to dominate, and what they started really slow against Missouri. And look, Angel Reese. I think she had four points going into halftime. Like she was in danger of ending her streak um, of of getting double doubles. I mean, she now has 17 double doubles. Every single game she has played this season, she has recorded a double double. And that was in jeopardy uh, on Thursday night. And yet they continued to fight. Uh, They're extremely deep. And so when you saw, Missouri's starters come out. That's where you saw LSU begin to pull away a little bit and where the depth took advantage. And it paid off for you in the end. Missouri came close two times, and both times LSU's depth and talent and experience pulled away. And I can't tell you how excited I am for when they play South Carolina. Uh, I'm so looking forward to that. Um South Carolina is continuing to breeze through SEC opponents at, as they should uh, in the same way that LSU is doing in a like manner. You know, I've been – I know I shouldn't do it, but, you know, I've been kind of like comparing the scores a little bit. Like, okay, they play Kentucky. How much did they beat Kentucky by? We've, we've played Kentucky. All right, they played Texas A&M. How much did they beat Texas A&M by? And honestly, right now it's pretty similar. Like, they beat Texas A&M by 40. We beat them by we beat them by forty. I think you know to be specific, they beat them by like forty two. We beat them by forty. Like, but the margin is pretty much the same. Like they beat Kentucky, I think by twenty something, and we beat Kentucky by twenties. Like, man, I'm really I'm really just really excited for that game. Um, and it really just goes to show the job that Kim Mulkey has done in these last two years. I mean, she's I think forty three and six as a head coach at LSU, and that's just incredible considering what she inherited and what she came into. I mean, not a lot of people were expecting what she did last year and what LSU did last year. And they greatly, greatly exceeded expectations. And this year, they are a force to be reckoned with. And they are a problem. And they're a team that could go very deep in the NCAA tournament. Look, 
Last year, the team that put you out, Ohio State, the girl that put you out was Kateri Poole. She's on your roster now, and she's a bench player. That's how good this team is. The team that put you out last year, the, the girl that was a problem for you last year and put you out of the tournament last year, she's on your bench right now. That's how good this Tiger team is. And so I am continuing to look forward to watching them. If you are if you are not watching them and you're an LSU fan, shame on you. Shame on you. I understand. Like, I, I, look, I can take some of the blame. Like, I, I, I haven't watched LSU women's basketball. I mean, I did very, very, very rarely back, uh, you know, a couple of years ago, a few years ago. But Kim Mulkey is bringing this program to a level where it is getting national recognition and it is definitely catching the attention of LSU supporters and LSU fans. So if you're an LSU fan, if you're an LSU supporter, support these girls because they're killing it right now. They're killing it. Angel Reese, dominant. Alexis Morris, how about the night that she had Thursday night? She had been kind of struggling. She didn't get the start against Missouri and she put up uh, over over twenty points. Uh, let me let me go back and look at the box score here. As I pull it up, I think she led all scores with I think it was twenty six. My phone is taking forever to load. Twenty four. I was I was just two points off. She led all scores with twenty four points, and she was awesome from behind the arch. Angel Reese, like I said, started extremely slow. She went to halftime with four points. She exploded for 16 points in the second half, ended with 20 points and 12 rebounds. LaDaisia Williams continues to be just consistent uh, down on the block, six points, five rebounds. Uh, Poa got the start. She didn't have a great game, uh, but it was it was encouraging to see her get the start. Uh, and I, I think that kind of lit a fire under Alexis, and, and that's why you saw the performance. Uh, we, we've talked about Jasmine Carson. Look, Jasmine continues to do phenomenal. Um, she just is, she, she plays a lot of minutes, man. She plays 32 minutes, 12 points. She's just been phenomenal all season. Flajay Johnson also has been phenomenal. Alexis, 24 points, five assists. She led all of, uh, LSU's players in assist. So look guys, I'm, I'm just really extremely pumped about this team. I, I don't know what else to say about it. It's been really fun to watch, but let's go ahead. Let's take a break, and then we'll come back, and we'll wrap up the show. Five Star Hero, your intro and outro music for the Tigers Avenue show. They ain't ready for that LSU. Go check out all his other music on all the major platforms. Don't forget to follow him on Instagram, at Saints Anthem, and at Twitter, at One Nation Doty. Don't forget to check out his Facebook page for all his Saints and LSU merchandise. Can't get any better than Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. Her firm focuses on the needs of the elderly and maintaining their dignity throughout the process. Here for you, here for your family. Sarah Klein-Stevens, attorney at law. All right, guys, we are back, and we're going to wrap up the show here. But first, we got to talk about the games coming up for LSU basketball and LSU women's basketball. Uh, obviously, LSU men's basketball has an extremely difficult test for them coming up tomorrow 
uh, at 3 p.m. The game will be on ESPN. Alabama is a 15-and-a-half-point favorite. Alabama, a team right now, they're number four in the country, and they are just cruising. Um, only 92 or, – or, excuse me, 92% chance for Alabama to win the game per ESPN analytics, only 80% chance for LSU. Um, look, I don't want to be unrealistic here. I, I fully expect LSU to probably get dominated in this game. Um, I think it would be awesome to see them compete in this game. If you win, holy cow. Holy cow. What what a two extremes. You beat Arkansas, you beat Bama, but you lose to Kentucky, Texas AM, and Florida. Like, what the heck's going on with this team? I do not expect that to happen. But either way, I will be watching and I'll be rooting for the team. LSU women's basketball uh, host Auburn, and that'll be at 2 p.m. on Sunday. Uh, Auburn, not a great team. It should be a game that LSU should handle pretty easily. We'll see how it goes. Either way, guys, it has been a blast. Uh, Y'all continue to pray for Reagan and McKenna, specifically McKenna's family, as she lost her grandma a few days ago. And they had the funeral today, so I know I hate to, I hate to end it on a sad note, but y'all pray for her and the, her family. That's why Reagan was joining us uh, from the road today. They are traveling back from the funeral, headed home. So I appreciate all y'all's support. What an awesome show getting to have Deuce on and get to talk to him, get to know him. I'm so excited about the DB room next year. I cannot wait to watch 2023 LSU football. Hey guys, look. Baseball season is right around the corner. And let me tell y'all something. I've been working hard on the LSU hype video, LSU baseball hype video, and I'm extremely excited to announce that Chris DeMui will be narrating for us. Uh, I'm just so much looking forward to it. Can't wait for that to release. That will release on Friday, game day, the first game of the season. Uh, And I hope y'all will enjoy it. All right, guys. It's been a blast. We will see y'all next Friday on Tigers Avenue. Five Star here, check us out. Peace.